0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Perfect. Perfect. What's up, and welcome to the Believe in Hornets Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. I'm a Charlotte Hornets. YouTuber and podcaster and it's a good time <laughs> to be a Hornets fan. A very good time to be a Hornets fan. This team last 10 games, 8 and 2. They are a 5th seed in the Eastern Conference as of right now. I'm recording this Saturday morning Um, on the 27th, so we'll see. The Hornets play the Rockets later tonight. We'll see how that goes. Should be an easy win. Rockets are really bad. They're a really bad team, but it would be a very Hornets thing to lose to the Rockets, so we'll see how that goes. I'm not going to let that negativity into my brain. (laughs) hoping for the best, you know, Um, but there's a lot to be excited about. Terry Rozier is back playing the way we know he can play. P.J. Washington is back involved after his injury. We lost Mason Plumlee so that sucks. <laughs> well, you know, one man in, one man out type of thing with the injured list. We'll see, we'll see how he fares in the next few weeks or next few games. Excuse me. I don't think it's that serious. His injury. Um We'll see. Like it, it's a, uh, it's a calf injury. Um So I don't, you never, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But, a lot to be excited about. Kelly Oubre shooting the lights out, Cody Martin doing a madness, uh, Jalen McDaniel stepping up in a big way, the rookie scoring. We're going to talk about all of that in this episode. Um, before we get into that, I want to say shout out to Devontae Graham hitting a game-winning bucket against the Utah Jazz last night. Love to see it. Very happy for him. Bring, warms my heart this holiday season. You know what else warms my heart? online for sponsoring this podcast bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this year head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with promo code believe b l e a v all one word to receive your bonus now at bat online you can get involved with football pro and college hoops nhl boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Shout out to Bet Online. All right. Listen. We this this Hornets team is doing a madness and I'm so here for it. The the the, the schedule has softened up for this team. After a very strong and tough beginning to the year, um, things, things are opening up. Things are falling in the Hornets' favor with a favorable matchup against the Timberwolves team. That's, you know, that's not bad. You know, Carl Anthony Towns had a great game against the Hornets, as expected. Um, that, that Timberwolves squad, Malik Beasley, they have Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell. Like, they have some really strong players on that team. Um, and that franchise seems to be going in the right direction, finally. Um, but you know, the Hornets blew them out. Things you love to see, you know, they had a favorable matchup against the Magic. They had the return game against the Wizards, which is a game I was very much interested in because the the Hornets are coming off a loss, and you thought the you know you look at that and think, all right, the, the Wizards were trying to we trying to take revenge after their loss three games prior, right? The previous week, it's um, so a quick return game, and the Hornets took both those games against a Wizards team. You know they were overachieving at the beginning of the year with the number one seed. Right now, what are they at now? They're a four seed, right above the Hornets. You know, I think that that's more realistic for them, uh, given the roster. Um, you know, and given how strong the Nets are, being a one seed right now, um, that that was a good test for this Hornets squad, because you know the Wizards were going to come after them, and they they did, and the Hornets outmatched them, and outmanned them, and got a very solid win on the road. Another key. Right there, um, but yeah, they lost to the uh, lost to the Hawks, which is just fair play. The Hawks team is really, really good. And then um, p- before that, they beat the Pacers, which is a favorable matchup. And you know, things you love to see. Sabonis <laughs> uh, so remains a monster. Miles Turner, I know there's a, a demand for a trade. I know Hortons fans want a new center in town. I'm not a Miles Turner guy. I'm out of Miles Turner after seeing him um, Friday. Um, and also seeing him at the beginning of the season, I'm I'm just not, he doesn't do it for me. I know he can bring a lot to the table, but I think I'm, I think I'm cool on him. And at the very least, I wouldn't give up PJ for him. You know, there's a few guys I would consider giving up PJ for Miles Turner is not one of them, but you know, you know, speaking of PJ, let's, let's start with PJ. All right. PJ Washington. How many games did he miss? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 11 games no 10 games i cannot count pj washington missed 10 games after getting injured in that warriors game uh, we got his left arm kind of like hooked in another player hyper extended his left elbow and then over those last few weeks seen reports about him you know warming up pre-game seeing specialists and all that and we finally got to see him back on the court in orlando he only played six minutes very limited time um so it was just good to see him out there. You know, I, just getting his lungs and his legs back underneath him um in, in an NBA game. Um after after the Magic Game, the horse played the the Timberwolves last night, Mason Plumley was out with a calf injury. So PJ goes into the starting five, which is a lot, I would say. I was I, he played 24 minutes last night. I, I wouldn't have expected that at all um this early for him. But He played so well. (laughs) He played very well. So you got to keep him out there. He looked like he never missed any time at all. Like I mentioned, 24 minutes played. He took 12 shots, made half of them, 6 of 12 from the field, hit five threes, uh, six boards, and an assist. Uh, For me, the definitive kind of moment for P.J. last night um, was, you know, he got caught defending towns, which is not easy. P.J. is undermanned and undersized when it comes, not not undermanned, he's undersized when it comes to defending guys like Carl Anthony Towns. Towns is is a hyper skilled big, right? And when he's in the paint, he's very tall and very long. It's going to be a tough day for a guy who's 6'8", right, like P.J. is. And so Towns, you know, backs him down is what it is. P.J. did what he could to stop him, didn't work. And then P.J. goes back the other and hits a three. Right, and the next position hits another three. I'll allow it. I'll accept the undersized, the mismatches in the post. If you come back in the other end and make up for it with the with a three point with a three pointer, you know. Uh, but PJ back, being back in the mix is so is such a the timing is incredible with Mason going out first off. But when those boys are back, those guys, along with Nick Richards, getting like the 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 bottom of the rotation minutes. The, the front court is looking better. You know, Miles has been playing some center this year as well. It, it's been effective. Like this team can really cause some mismatch issues when they have, when they do like their all six, seven lineup where everyone on the floor is like six, seven, six, eight. Uh, they can do some interesting things, but I don't know how sustainable that is. It's a nice option to go to, but I wouldn't rely on it on it in a, on a regular basis because you can't play every team that way. We're going to come up against teams where that's not going to work and not having a seven footer to turn to like Mason Plumley, is an issue. So hopefully Mason comes back in and we have uh, more options at our disposal to turn to when things get tough. Right. Speaking of tough Terry here, my man. Okay. Lately, right. Lately, we, Terry hasn't been looking like Terry. I, and he would tell you that, um, the last three games, I would say, Terry came back to life, like became the Terry we, we know and, and, and fell in love with when he came here. Um, was um was that uh, against the Wizards game? He put up thirty two points on nineteen shots. He was doing everything he wanted out there. <laughs> he it was defying the laws of physics and gravity with some dribble moves. Terry was playing with so much so much confidence. And, you know, it, it, was a, it was a joy to see. It was a joy to see. I don't tweet that often. And I had to tweet that rose years back. And it continued on. Um, against the Magic, uh, 27 points in that game. Sorry, let me move my, my mouse here. Six steals, which is a career high for him, which is outrageous. Uh, five assists, three rebounds. Again, um, 27 shots. Sorry, 27 points off. 22 shots he shot 50 percent from the floor of that game hit three threes 30 percent overall um that previous game by the way against the wizards hit eight threes it's crazy and then the run continues into that minnesota game you know the the volume wasn't there so like those previous two games 19 shots 22 shots against the timberwolves nine shot attempts but ev- that was a game where everyone kind of Everyone got involved. I was going to say, I was going to soften it by putting a qualifier in there. No, it wasn't the kind of everybody got involved in that game. So you didn't need guys like Terry taking a bunch of shots. Um, And he made most of his shots. Six of nine on the evening. Hit perfect from the distance. Three for three from the three-point line. And then working in with three rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. And, you know, that's a a solid 15-point night for Terry Rogier. Just super economical. Um, on just under, just just a little under, you know, 28 minutes, just under 30 minutes on the evening for him. And when you look at like the, the run, this team is on the last 10 games. Let me pull this up. Uh, this team is scoring points last 10 games, right? They are fifth in total points scored. When it comes to percentages, they're ninth. They're 46, like when I saw percentages, shooting percentages from the field goal percentage. They are ninth in the league the last 10 games. And then from a defensive point of view, um, this is why, you know, when you're eight and two, you're going to have stats like this. Right. Um, From a defensive rating point of view, the Suns are killing it. Right. They're top of the league. They're on a game wing streak. So that's how you get wins. The Suns, Warriors, Clippers, Pacers, Celtics, Hornets right hornets are sixth in the league in defensive rating the last 10 games the turnaround has been immaculate and that's how you win games not to oversimplify things but scoring a lot of points and stopping your opponent from scoring points is how you win games and it's such a it it's it's oversimplified i know and super obvious i know but when you have this team struggle with defense last season and the, the beginning parts of this season you got to you got to relish. You got to soak in these moments because team defense is how this team is going to survive and maintain this. If they're going to if they're going to maintain this run, they're going to have to do it through defense. I have no doubt about the offensive abilities the this, this squad has because, you know, I, I was I was worried. I was worried at one point um, when they lost Devontae and Malik. I was like, that's a lot of firepower. But with Miles stepping up, Kelly Oubre, when he's on, bruh, that that dude is on. Uh, Cody Martin stepping up in a big way, Jalen McDaniels. Those guys may, are making up for the volume, um, uh, the, the shots that were that were gone from, like, the shot attempts, the usage that is gone from the team from the soft season. These guys have stepped up to, to fill in those gaps. And those guys offer more defensively than Devontae and Malik. So, as it's, it's, it does. I'm going to say this a lot. I've been saying this a lot. It sucks that this Hornets team lost Malik Monk for nothing. But overall, it's been a huge positive as far as roster building and squad building. And this team is amazing. <laughs> I'm so here for this. I know I I know. I sound like a complete homer, but it is what it is. I, I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not mad. Neither should, neither should you. Um, LaMelo, by the way, I just want to talk about him um, last 10 games. Sorry, last nine games, basically since the uh, the Lakers loss. Right. So we're talking about the Memphis game all the way to yesterday. So that's nine games. Melo, 38 percent from the field, 34 percent from the floor. Not not good. Not good overall. Right. But the beauty of a is that he's still going to get his points. If the, if, the, you know, if the efficiency isn't there, which I'd like it to be, the rebounds will be there. The assists will be there. The steals will be there. The metal is amazing. <laughs> you know, if the, if the shot's not falling, he's going to still positively, positively contribute to things, right? And then what's really impressive um, amongst a lot of things is the free throw percentage from this kid. Like it's been, it's been kind of sneaky, at least for me, I've been paying a lot of attention to it, but his free throw percentage last year was 76% this year, 90% or 89%. If you want to round up or round down that that's amazing. What I need from him though, last season, he was taking 3.2 free throw attempts per game. This year, it's under that. It's less than. It's two point seven. I need him taking. I want to be. I want more aggression out on Lamelo. And the refs this year have been really weird. We all know this. We've seen it with the real changes and that. So I think free throw attempts. It's a weird. It's a weird stat to look at from this year to last year. But I think it's an indicator that I think Lamelo needs to be more aggressive. And I was talking to somebody about this um, the other day, and we kind of see it. I, you see, they see flashes of it, um, Lamelo a fully realized LaMelo ball will be a mismatch problem for every team in the league because he should be able to, with this height advantage, he should have a, a major height advantage over every guard he plays against and use that advantage, especially in the post, like not backing guys down, but using post post moves against smaller defenders. Or if a bigger guy, if a wing or or front court player comes out to defend him at the, at the three point line, he's faster than him. So, I, I look forward to year four, year five, year six of LaMelo where he's just brutalizing any mismatch he has, which should be often it's when it's specific to when he's handling the ball around the perimeter. Oh, yeah, boy, this this like LaMelo's LaMelo's amazing. LaMelo's amazing. I want to talk about Kelly Oubre as well. Last 10 games, Oubre, 17 points per game. Sorry, I keep saying 10 games. It's nine, nine games, last nine games. Since the Lakers game. So Memphis to Minnesota. Sixteen point nine points per game. Forty-nine percent from the field. Forty-three percent from three. Percentage the average percentages here are very weird because Ubre is very weird when it comes to game to game stuff. Cause like Memphis, you know, he'll make seven. He'll go seven or nine for three, four of ten the next game, two of five. Three of seven, three of seven, and then 0 for seven, just out of nowhere. (laughs) You can't hit a three out of nowhere. So the percentages get really kicked out of whack with him. Uh, But that's the beauty of a bench player, the sixth man, the seventh man on this team. Because if he's hot, let him run, let him cook, let him get busy, give him him the green light when he's good. If he's not, you can go to a different player. Cody Martin can play more. Jalen McDaniels can get some run. You know, like there's options on this team that didn't exist last year. And it's it's a good place to be. This was just this, this type of thing will carry us through this very long NBA season. And Kelly Oubre is a vet that knows how to get his bucket as well. So, like, if the shots aren't falling, Kelly Oubre can still get involved. But it's it's very weird. And I'm glad he broke the, the streak he was on to begin the year where it was bad shooting night, good shooting night, bad shooting night, good shooting night. Genuine like. Genuinely, for the first seven games of the season, it went like that, <laughs> and then it went to the tank the next two games, and then was pretty much stayed at the bottom. And then when this 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 current streak since Memphis, he's been on fire for the most part. Must be the new uh, new die job things you like to see, and uh, you know Cody Martin. I just want to give him some flowers as well because. He's a dude who puts in the work. It doesn't, his stats don't, they do not reflect his value. If you don't watch this Hornets team, you don't understand how valuable Cody Martin is. If you, he may pop up in the highlights every once in a while, but bro, man, Cody is the epitome of what this front office is trying to pull off. Jalen McDaniels, too, uh, to a lesser degree, but not too far off. But Cody's out here giving everybody a tough time defensively and he's hitting big shots. He's moving with confidence. <laughs> like I, I, I need Cody to be a part of this franchise for a very long time. A very, very long time. He's the man. He's the absolute man. He's the best. He's not the best, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say he's the best, right? Um, and just uh, a double check in with Hayward. Last nine games for him. 15 points per game. Five boards. Uh, th- three point eight assists he's shooting uh forty two percent from the field twenty seven percent or twenty eight percent from three that's not good those percentages should be better for him um, but percentages are tough like last night took 13 shots made seven of them. I love that you know um, the previous game didn't make a bucket from the field that sucks so Hayward I think has some things to figure out. Uh, what I need from him is just not to bottom out like that. You know, he's too good to not contribute offensively. Now, to be fair, in that Magic game, it was a it was a solid win. You know, didn't really need Hayward to go off against the Magic, but it's, I expect guys, I expect the core of this team, Terry, Gordon, uh, Lamelo, and Miles, to not bottom out. Right, just don't don't hit the floor. You can be off, but don't don't bottom out. If you don't bottom out, I'll be happy. But Hayward, and then I mentioned Terry, and um, I, I'll, well, let me check. I don't think I mentioned Miles yet. So Miles last nineteen games. Sorry, excuse me, last nine games, seventeen point four points per game, three assists, uh, round up eight rebounds. The free th- the three point percentage in the mud twenty eight percent. Field goal percentage is up forty four percent. And this is just a uh, a reminder for any and all Hornets fans that encounter anybody that says Lamelo needs a star next to him. Um, this if, if you hear that, they're snitching on themselves. They're, they're 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 just watching highlights. They don't watch these Hornets games because a they're disregarding Terry and Gordon, but they're definitely disregarding Miles Bridges. This squad with those four guys, right? Then he tossed in Kelly Oubre, P.J. Washington, the, this this new and approved Cody Martin, Jalen McDaniels, Ish Smith, Mason Plumlee. Like this squad is is isn't super deep. I, I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but this squad is is in a very very good place, and they're playing like a team in a very impressive manner, and uh, it's it's a it's, it's amazing. It's, it's it's absolutely amazing. I'm buzzing, pardon the pun. You know, they got the Rockets next. It should be an easy win. Then the Bulls. That's the Bulls, Bucks back-to-back. Sorry. The next run, Bulls, Bucks, Hawks, Sixers, and then Sixers again. That's going to be really tough. That's a really good test to see how things. That could be a reality check moment uh, for the squad to see if they play up to the competition coming up here. Because, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. Those games are not going to be easy. Those games come fast and furious um, in December. A lot of games in December. Uh, with not a lot of downtime. Hopefully, hopefully our guys are up to the challenge. I think they will be. I think they will be. Um, one last thing. James Booknight on the board. Hit two free throws with 42 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Against the Timberwolves. Kai Jones. Off the assist from Book Knight. Big dunk with 11 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Our rookies are on the board. Clap for them. The second for, for applause here. Monkey off their back. I, I hope, I've been saying on stream that I think these rookies will start specific to Book Knight, I think Kai Jones will have a tougher time playing and getting involved in the rotation. Um, because I think he's more raw and less ready than book night as a prospect. But I think their time will come in 2022 in January. We're seeing, I, I, I think we'll see them get involved in January. That's just my assumption and guess. Um, Cause it, they're, they're kind of limited to garbage time at the moment. Um, but I, I feel like when we get into 2022, those rookies will start getting more and more involved and again, this team has a strong track record with developing talent. Second round talent. Um, they have a strong record with late lottery talent. PJ and Miles, right? Malik. Book Night, late lottery. Kai Jones, just outside the lottery. Have faith. Be patient. Their time will come. And this horns team it'll be like two trades like it'll be like a trade, you know a midseason trade, these rookies getting involved Add, an added injection of youth and talent will be what this team needs to carry us to the finish line. I said at the beginning of the year this team will be a six seed at at best best case scenario they're six seed and right now they're fifth seed. who knows? I think this team is better than the wizards. I think the the heat are very good. I think the, I think the, right now the top three in the east Nets Bulls heat. Seems about right. But I think that the Bucks, I think, will be above us eventually. And I think we're pretty much on par. The Sixers are kind of a mess. I think I, I think, no one is that much better than the Hornets outside the Nets, Bulls, Heat, and uh, Bucks, which puts us at a fifth seed where we are right now. I think we can hold on. I think we can hold on tight. I'm holding on tight. I appreciate you all, though. Um, I, I generally hope that everyone had a good, um, good Thanksgiving and a good holiday weekend. If you're traveling, safe travels. Um, but yeah, listen, this horn seems on fire, and I'm here for it. Thank you so much for listening to the in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. I've been Sam. You've been great. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Perfect.